We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's a good show! In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, one comedian doing his own voiceover for his own podcast due to monetary restrictions, got tired of pretending he's seen The Wire in conversations at parties. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. I'm Kyle Ayers. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It, the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and we read them here in studio. I am your host, Kyle Ayers. Thank you for joining us. Before we get into it, I just want to remind you guys, if you like the show, we do have a Patreon page where you can get a bunch more Never Seen It stuff at patreon.com slash never seen it. We have some bonus scenes. We have uh, some video from in studio. You can get episodes of my podcast, Faking a Murderer, on there as well. Oh, I was... <laughs> <laughs> almost. I almost got uh, it. It's all right. It's all right. Today Sorry, we are Kyle, joined. It's so crazy. It's great. Uh, today we're joined in studio by Phil Matteris and Mike Luciano, the creators of Animals on HBO. Hi, everybody. Hi. This is Phil Matteris. This is Mike. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. This is really cool. Thanks for being here, guys. Uh, you guys rewrote. Uh, today we have two scripts, which is exciting. Mm. Uh, before we get into them, though, we're going to tease a little bit of the game we play called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing Having uh, Only Seen the Trailer and Never Having Heard of the Movie, uh, which is still a title is in beta, so we appreciate <laughs> yeah. we appreciate everyone who's participating in our early release of the title of this game. <laughs> yeah. uh, so here's a quick tease, and then we'll get back to guessing it here at the end. Ooh, nice tease sound. Okay. Oh, here we go. So there's a doctor. This guy tried to steal from a blind man. Okay, I think that's good. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay, wait, so this is a trailer it's that It's a trailer he... for a movie that he's never even heard he's of. never heard of. Doctor. Um, and probably couldn't even tell you about now. <laughs> so, we'll, but we're going to get back We're gonna get back to that here at the end. Okay. So we have so two scripts there. today. We got two. We have, uh, uh, first up... We have uh, Phil. You have never seen Train Spotting. I've never seen Train Spotting. Yeah, I just know it as a vague, Danny Boyle mm-hmm. '90s fun fast. I really don't like needles and mm. uh, heroin-based scenes. I don't like any of that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I was imagining that this movie had a lot of those sorts of scenes. Mm-hmm. So I've always kind of pushed it back. That's kind of that's how I was. I also haven't seen it. I think oh, I started cool. to watch it and I got about 10 minutes in because people were like, it's so funny and quirky. And I was like, it's all needles. <laughs> what, is, what was quirky then? I <laughs> yeah. thought it'd be like Zoe Deschanel on a train. Uh, yeah, no. No, not a, it doesn't seem to be the case. Um, so 
I uh, wrote Train Spotting. I get about a three pager. And Mike, do you want to be Ron's dad? Of course, I would love to. I know. You, uh, th- oh, sorry. Am I? No, okay, cast it away. Say, yeah, cast cool. it away. You'll be Ron's dad. Okay. Real goofy. Almost like Mike Horse, but uh, okay, even goofier. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Uh, we have a British horse episode so in going, season three I'm coming kind of up. Cockneyed kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, uh, Doctor Who, Kyle, will I'll be, be like, Who? he's a little bit more of a wise guy, sort of British guy, somewhere between those two. So I'm okay. just going to jump in. Train Spotting by Phil Matteries. Oh, I just really Italian my oh, last let name him. there. I like that. <laughs> yeah. let, let him know who Phil. you're going to be playing just like Oh, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll be uh, Ewan. Great. <clears throat> Interior, London, Subway. It looks just like an American subway. Loud, frantic, bustling with people. Seven types of bread. Yeah! We're in a subway sandwich shop. <laughs> we quickly cut around in a frantic, overexposed, kind of Danny Boyle way. Close up on a pimply British subway sandwich artist. Uh, uh, a British nobleman barking orders for his sandwich. And finally, near the back of a store, a British version of Jared. But anyway, moving on. Uh, Jared in the 90s. (laughs) Yeah, Jared in the 90s. It was a different thing. (laughs) Interior, London subway, back hallway. A woman is knocking on the bathroom door. Do, 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 do. Come on, I got a ways. You know, somebody's got free refills. (laughs) Interior, uh, London subway, bathroom. Three 90s-looking British actors are crammed into a fish-eyed frame. They're dressed in that cool British way that's a mixture of uh, the Spice Girls, Ali G, and Dazed and Confused. The leader of the crew, <laughs> Ewan McGregor. So hot. So hot. <laughs> so hot. Next to him, the last Doctor Who before they made it a girl, hereby known as Doctor Who, portrayed by Kyle. And finally, a dopey as hell, Ron's dad from Harry Potter, hereby known as Ron's dad. Ron's dad is wearing a fisherman's hat, so you know he's the goofy one. Uh-huh. Ewan pours a white powder on a spoon that's being held by Ron's dad. Doctor Who lights underneath the spoon with a Rolling Stones bit. All right, all right now, Ron's dad. All you gotta do is hold the spoon steady while Doctor Who heats up my heroin. <laughs> Just hold it steady. Okay, Oon, I, I can hold it. All right. Oh boy, oh boy, that Aaron sure does smell good. Yes, sorry. And this subway, me, and this so does, and so does this subway. Me favorite place to do heroin. Mmm. I love the mixture of heroin, fresh bread, smoked turkey, and a wee bit of pepper. Scrumptious. <laughs> we suddenly, how about a little bit of, maybe a little, something spooky. Uh, we see cartoony scent lines find their way into Ron's dad's nose. What's that? Is it pepper? Maybe. Pepper makes me. Ron's dad inhales sharply. Don't you sneeze, Ron's dad! The heroin's almost eaten! Don't you sneeze, Ron's dad! We cut to interior London subway, back hallway. From the exterior of the bathroom, we hear Ron's dad off screen. Punching, punching, punching. After some scuffling, we hear the three men spill out of the bathroom. Ron's dad's being chased by an angry Doctor Who and Ewan McGregor. Get over here, you wanker! We wind to reveal the woman who is waiting for the bathroom. She's pissing in a janitor's mop bucket. She looks directly into camera. Oh, 
Well, here in the UK, we call our janitors caretakers. Just a little fun fact. Cut to exterior London, various. Time passes. It's dusk. The sky is beautiful, smoggy yellow, and kind of purple. Exterior London hillside. It's overlooking the city. The three guys are sitting on a hill, Ron's dad looking worse for wear. His fisherman hat is now cartoonishly around his neck. (sighs) Nothing to do. No heroin, no money. Just great. Way to go, Ron's dad, you dunce. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry, guys, but you gotta admit, it's pretty beautiful out. Mm. Remember we used to come here in secondary school and just spot trains? Ewan and Doctor Who look at each other and roll their eyes. Ron's dad caught their exchange and looks away embarrassed. A beat passes. The guy's taking the beauty of their city. Ewan. There's one. (laughs) Ewan points out a cloud that looks like a little train. (laughs) 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 Doctor Who smirks and points to a different cloud. That one looks like a big Union Pacific. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it does. (laughs) Wow, check it out. That one just looks like a Belmond Royale. Wow, nice. Nice one. Ron's dad, what do you see? Yeah, yeah, Ron's dad, it's your turn. Ron's dad? Ron's Ron's dad is dead from the lifetime of excessive heroin. Ewan and Dr. Hugh, Ewan and Ro- Dr. Who, teary-eyed, look at their friend. After a moment, <laughs> they smile. After all, he died doing what he loved. <sighs> Train sporting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I gotta say, there's one. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, shit, I spilled a bunch of coffee. That's all right. Well, Wait, as someone who has too. never seen it, I can definitely say you nailed it. That oh, was thank close. you so that much. That was really yeah. close. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I want to thank Mike for not knowing where it went in the end, but you've done this on animals a lot, where if you die, you 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 physically die. You got it. <laughs> so he, right. he, he leaned back and he closed his eyes, and that always just It's something that the commitment will actually play on audio. That's oh, like yeah. it's, I, it's I, such I, a good, it's I, such an honest, my honest hope. commitment. I, I think it does. We, we had a scene in season three where. Yeah, I just, I was dead, so it was just, uh, just your tongue out a little bit. The people in the podcast can't hear no. my facial expression. They can hear them. It was fun. Plus, we post them all online. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> On our Patreon notes, uh, I think this is like a movie, all of my experience with train spotting is like dorm posters. Yeah. Right. It's or, a very, because like, yeah. it's, 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 for you two who haven't seen it, I, ha- I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's a cool movie mm. it's 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 stylistic it's very I bet it started a lot of style things yeah, that sure. i see now and yeah. i'm like whack, whack. yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> right. you yeah. would watch train spotting now and be like what did this guy rip these movies off 10 yeah. years before right. they came he ripped out off slumdog millionaire <laughs> right. <laughs> right right exactly yeah it's it's boyle in his early young uh did he you know he did that jobs movie too right yeah mm-hmm that's so funny. What the, an interesting career. I know. He's the real talky one swings. with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, this Aaron Sorkin, Steve Jobs yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. directed that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting fella. Didn't yeah. know that Steve Jobs did so much heroin, but other than that, I thought <laughs> yeah. it was pretty good. A lot of heroin. That's, you know, that's, that's his it. calling card that's is the main touch. character <laughs> dies of heroin in every single one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, this is one of those like I mean I I even I I have a, like a film degree and you know it's like University of Missouri, but we watch all these movies. This is one of the ones that everyone it seems like if it hits you in college. It can kind of impact you and be a big part of, of what you mm. think about movies and stuff for mm. a while. I'm just I'm basing it off literally nothing, <laughs> but like this, this is one of those collegey type. I think about like yeah. Reservoir Dogs. I think for about sure. this yeah. movie. I think about like Blow. All the movies that were posters, right? right. right. Fight Club, yeah, and Fight all, Club, yeah. And, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. And it's weird. Like 1996. I was very young, so it's kind yeah. of like a. Yeah, it's not just going to be a uh, a natural pop. It's definitely a find it on DVD collection. Yeah, sort of. nice. You haven't seen that that's one of these. Work. Oh, you haven't. You would you would love it. This is a movie people tell me you would love. And I got one. I don't want to know what you think of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to watch it and find the out. The hard italics you there you. is a little. <laughs> yeah, it's always better than when someone's like, I don't know. I didn't like it, but like I could see you being into it. Like, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. I like all the Joker movies. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's 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 train spotting. That's Thank train spotting. Yeah. I wanna uh, our second one, which Mike <laughs> yeah. Mike school us on fried green tomatoes. Yeah, I fried. haven't even I actually haven't even heard of this as like a touch point of fried of green tomatoes. I'm not sure our producer Yusung even knew it was a food. Oh, it, interesting. Right? It, it's, it's good. Yusung, we should get some. Yeah, it's a movie. I I feel like I've seen a poster of once a long time ago. It's I'm pretty sure it's a movie, right? I literally <laughs> I didn't look anything up um, specifically. Yeah, I pulled up all about for, uh, fried green tomatoes. Right? Just to, it's like uh, 1991. So oh, 91. Yeah. Close, it's close, in close, that close, like, close, close, close. but it's in that you know that haze of I feel like there were a lot of t- movies that were happening at that time that were. Do you like, know who directed it? No, John Avnet. I know nothing. John Avnet. John Avnet. I've got it. I don't know. We're pulling up some John information because this is one where I know about it oh boy. but it's I think I only know about it in being referenced on other things exactly like, I, I have I literally have no idea and I just think of it as like a big kind of southern drama so Ooh. I went with that I have oh, no idea okay. yeah you could have convinced me that this was like a steel magnolia or like something exactly like this and, yes that's that's what um, I considered in the ilk of that from stuff. the direct oh, that makes sense. I, like they would have they would serve it at a big southern I haven't meal. seen steel magnolias oh, no, I haven't have. seen of course terms of endearment like all that stuff once we're era, this has some all-time the names of these characters yeah. would lead me to believe this is a movie making fun of movies like this. Oh, fantastic. Okay, g- that's good. Well, well, we'll do the script and then we're going to get back and talk about the actual character okay. names yeah. in this movie. So yeah, there are way too many characters. I'm going to say, uh, uh, Phil, mm-hmm. you can be Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley. Uh, and then you can also be, how about, uh, <laughs> you can be also um, uh, June, June and... Mr. Crowley, June, I need- and Jesse. June and Jesse. Mr. Okay. Crowley, June, and Jesse. And now, uh, you know, on animals, we're just filling Mike for the most part. So I need some direction. I, sure. I need, give, okay, me, okay. give me some notes. Okay, and so, I, so give the me girls, a read even. Yeah. I don't okay. mind. So Mr. Crowley is a... Is a, is a oh, yeah. I, I see he's you a, say he's He's a he's a big old he's southern big old man. Right. He's, an an <laughs> he's an intimidating. He's an intimidating sort of plantation you just, he just, man. You guys can't see, but he put on another belt. Yeah, <laughs> he's wearing he's two belts now. Tucking in his stuff. All right, Mr. Crowley. Uh, yeah, Mr. Crowley. Yeah, Mr. Crowley. And then and then Jesse and June are just just little southern little girls. Wilted? Oh, little little southern okay. girls. They're like twelve, something like that. Okay. Uh, okay, and Kyle, you can be. Um, uh, you'll be uh, Jesus Christ. There are too many. Um, how about uh, Bobby? Bobby. Um, Bobby with an I. Bobby with an I. Very specific. Candace. 
Um, Candace with a C. Candace with a C. Uh, and then Miss Paisley. All right. And she's just a little older. Which is Miss Paisley's a little bit older, and Bobby and, and Bobby's are, Bobby's very young. Bobby's very and young. Candace is like twelve. Candace Did I do everybody? Right, so we're, <laughs> Wait, it's a bunch of youthful. I'm okay, sorry, you're fine. one more, Diane. Diane, my mother's. Everybody, Diane. a lot of these have like one lines. Who's uh? And where's Diane coming I from? I really here? made a production out of this. You mean didn't Diane? I? I did. It's hard to write small. It's so hard to I mean? write small. What's that? Diane, Diane is an, an adult. A Diane is a kid. So oh. Diane and Candace are the same age. Right. Di- Diane, I, I will give a little direction that she's maybe a little strange. Ooh. And Di- I don't know I added a British accent to Diane's that. Diane's a little strange? She's a little strange. <laughs> it's like, I wrote a stranger. That's not the same thing. I feel thing. like this is very... That's, that's going to be good. That's going to be good, okay. yeah. Can you just give me a quick look? I'll cue okay, you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bobby. And I would do some of these, but I, I just do the narration. You right? can also to pick up a character or two if you'd like. It's, yeah. I Let's wanna... see how you guys do it. When they see me, they often think, I think he has the nuance for four different <laughs> Southern women of the same age. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready here? Let's give it a go. Or you tell me. Yeah, whatever right. you like. Um Fade up. Okay, so this is, I remember we're thinking, this is very serious southern yeah, drama. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Exterior farmland. We open on wide country, swaying wheat stalks. Late sun and the ghosts of America's past lay heavy over the landscape. This is nice. It's 1955. A young girl's voice carries over the wind. Tomatoes are ready. The tomatoes are ready. Bobby, a young girl of six, emerges from the fields, running full six. speed toward a large house. Everybody, come quick! Jesse, Candace, June, and Diane, it's time! Tomatoes are in full bloom! Girls of varying age pop out of the windows and doors. The tomatoes are ready! The tomatoes are ready! Mine will always be best. My tomatoes always grow best. Cow fortune, July, they do. Everybody (laughs) knows my tomatoes are the preacher's pride. A shy girl, Diane, emerges from behind a barrel carrying a vaguely disturbing rag doll that makes you think yikes. Tomatoes are ready? (laughs) Exterior tomato fields. Behind a sign displaying tomato patch, the four girls hurriedly explore their designated rows of stalks. Well, the earth beetles got to some, but my tomatoes are looking mighty right. Ain't mine as handsome as Bugs Bunny and a lineman's fedora. My tomatoes are as plump as they come. Night! The hogs got to mom, but I suppose the ones at the top are okay. Looking red as Elmer Fudd when he's mad at bugs <laughs> and playing all those clever jackrabbit games. Nearby, Diane slowly raises her hand towards her patch with a look of curious wonder. She's shocked to find her tomatoes are a bright, conspicuous shade of lime candy green. My tomatoes, they're green. Little Bobby rushes over, followed by the rest of the girls. Green? Diane's tomatoes are green? Diane, how in Tallahassee did you get your tomatoes so queer looking? I mean, it's 1995, so keep it in mind when I say that. 1955. Sorry about that. 1955. I. I don't know. Mr. Crowley ain't gonna take too kindly to those anti-gay tomatoes, Diane. And by that I mean they don't look happy. Again, it's 1955. It's a weird time. Diane looks at her tomatoes concerned. 
Exterior farmland. The four girls are lined up, standing behind a covered bushel of their own tomatoes. An older woman, Miss Paisley, looks on anxious from the house, steps as she braids Bobby's hair. A black, time-appropriate truck pulls into their long driveway. He's here. The truck parks near them. Nice. As a hound dog leaps out the passenger window. Mr. Crowley, a tall, nutrition-depraved man with the 10 o'clock shadow, emerges from the driver's side, slamming the door. Nice cue. Oh. He's wearing a filthy, long-sleeved Henley, worn brown suspenders, and a wide-brimmed, comfortably breathable sun hat, chewing an extremely long, slim gin. The girls and Miss Paisley stand at attention as, he, as his heavy boots steps approach. Mr. Crowley. The tomatoes came out wonderfully this season. A sudden wave from Mr. Crowley stops Miss Paisley mid-sentence. Startled, she lets out a yelp, followed by, <laughs> followed by a burp. She can't contain. Everyone looks in her direction like, what was that about? <laughs> Embarrassed, Miss Paisley begins to apologize, but as her mouth opens, the remainder of her burp escapes, <laughs> concluding in a heavy, lung-strained cough. <laughs> I'm sorry. Disgusted, <laughs> Mr. Crowley approaches the eldest girl, Jessie. <laughs> he stares her in the face and promptly rips off the cloth over her basket. This reveals 30 or so ripe red tomatoes. He bends down to inspect, taking in their beautiful red complexion. He stands and signals with his hand, delighting Miss Paisley. He's accepted Jessie's batch. By gosh, he's taken Jessie's... Miss <clears throat> Paisley again burps, covering her mouth with her fist. <laughs> Bobby Bobby begins patting Miss Paisley's back, resulting in one of those prolonged, airy burps, which is rich with the stench of bad farm digestion. Um, (coughs) Unveiling Candace's tomatoes, Mr. Crowley again signals approvingly to Miss Paisley with a wave. (laughs) Yes, Candace's batch is a go. She doesn't burp and instead swallows proud of her newfound control over her body. <laughs> June stiffens as Miss Cr- Mr. Crowley opens her bushel of slightly eaten tomatoes. He hesitates, but again, signals affirmative. Miss Paisley farts <laughs> forcibly, shocking her body. Uh, unsure if everyone heard, she plays it off with a quick high five to Bobby, then transitions that high five into one of those handshake hugs you'd give your bro after he does something truly great. <laughs> Finally, Mr. Crowley lumbers over to Diane and her batch. The girls all exchange worried looks. After a tense beat, he removes the cloth, revealing a basket of green tomatoes. Mr. Crowley stumbles backwards with an alarmed gasp. He bites through his Slim Jim, swallowing. Well, ain't that just the devil's dick? Those tomatoes are as green as my hound dog is dumb. Mr. Crowley's hound dog quirks his head in a way that suggests it took, it took a significant amount of takes and film stock to get right. My tomatoes are green, Mr. Crowley. Well, I got eyes, don't I? <laughs> now, I know you don't believe me, Mr. Crowley. I call about a fool, little girl. No, Mr. Crowley. Well, then what? Did you expect me to do with a bushel full of green abstract-looking <laughs> tomato shit, huh? Can't you hear that? Shrek the book came out in 1999, but it was definitely in the ether long before. Miss mm. <laughs> Paisley looks terrified. After all, everything relies on Mr. Crowley accepting all four batches of tomatoes, which is sadly how it used to be in 1955. Diane raises her hand. Head, she's got an idea. You could fry him. <laughs> 
Mr. Crowley spits out a Slim Jim, bursting out in condescending laughter. From girl, you're sweet. You crying? I gotta tell you this. <laughs> Ain't no one gonna eat your old fried green tomatoes. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Crowley says this with the confidence of an actor, careful not to tip their hat too much that this is in fact the name of the film. The actor playing Mr. Crowley is a professional who understands the responsibility of this important line. Hey, Diane. Tomatoes are meant to be juicy, bulbous, ripe, and red. A delicate addiction to a caprizio, an unsatisfying sandwich containing literally only bacon and lettuce. Frog green tomatoes! Mr. Crowley ain't here to make freak food, girl. Freak food. It ain't right and simply won't work. Just then, Mr. Crowley's hound dog barks in the four sisters' direction, take 34, giving them the sudden inl- inkling that dim-witted Diane might in fact be onto something brilliant and just maybe spiritual. The shoes of the four girls dissolve into that of grown women, each holding a bushel of green tomatoes in front of a roadside stand labeled Diane, June, Jesse, and Candace's fried green tomatoes, the tastiest in Tallahassee. They use Bugs Bunny and Shrek as a logo, but it's hand-painted and not really a copyright thing. (laughs) The four girls have grown up to be Lily Tomlin, Rosie O'Donnell, Susan Sarandon, and Gina Davis. Is that who's in it? Am I mixing this up with terms of endearment? Is Dolly Parton in this? I truly didn't Google her IMDb this. This is a screenplay. This screenplay is purely flawed subconscious art. Diane, a stunning Gina Davis, walks out gazing over fields and fields of healthy, budding stalks overflowing with ripe green tomatoes. I did it! I accomplished my dreams. A young Kristen Stewart? (laughs) Fuck. A young Kristen Dunst? (laughs) (laughs) Could be either one. Walks up, Bobby, now a young teenager. The tomatoes are ready. They are, Bobby. They are. We crane up as the sisters come together to get to frying. The life that they chose and they love. A portrait of Miss Paisley hangs nearby since time has gone on and she died of some burp or fart-related thing back then. (laughs) Fried green tomatoes. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ah, there it is. With that plot-wise made so much sense. That did. I, I, you know, I hope I got that. The whole time I'm like, oh, trying to Getting a already. <laughs> Beautiful story. It seemed like a movie where someone would be stirring something a lot of the time. Oh, for sure. Definitely stirring. A lot of sisterly camaraderie is what I feel like the whole movie is about. But you know the final know. scene in Castaway? That yes. Dusty wrote... This is right. That, this is that movie. Right. This is that pick movie. Pick a road. Just pick a road. Pick a road. Just go ahead and pick a road. <laughs> Beautiful casting. I love Gina Davis. You guys brought it to life. Pre- oh, oh, really, really. Kyle? I, if I really. couldn't have acted off of Fam and <laughs> the stage direction alone, her burps. Yeah. Her burps almost made me pee. So that would have been an interesting. Probably the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, and maybe get that looked at. 
That's true. But you know, that I think it was great. I like the it's it is like coming of age, but it's also like the the different, the id, the other can be a good thing, mm-hmm. accept who you are. It was all there. Oh, it's beautiful. The gall of calling a movie fried green tomatoes. Yeah. Just what it's a lot of um uh <laughs> it's giving a lot over. I don't, I don't, I don't like what? it. I have it's no weird. idea what the actual movie's about. No Can we hear the let's, characters? Uh, let's see. Yeah, oh, I, I pulled up the IMDb. Oh, my God. The movie looks like it... It Every clip of the movie that shows up on IMDb looks uh-huh. like someone was filming their TV the year sure. it came out. Sure, <laughs> it, sure. Do you ever see something from the 90s that and everything looks like it came out in... It looks like it's all the footage of that train coming at the screen. Like that, <laughs> yeah. We had one camera until 2003, right. yeah. and then like Gladiator was the first movie to be like, what if it looked better? <laughs> yeah. right. So this is the plot. A housewife who is unhappy with her life befriends an old lady in a nursing home and is enthralled by the tales she tells. So they're just that little little snippets? Like... It seems like it might be one of, like, Forrest Gump. Right. Yeah. I mean, but before Forrest Gump, right. that's what it sounds oh, like to me. Like, who, she stumbles into. So here's Kathy Bates. Oh, uh, I think plays the housewife who's unhappy. Oh, interesting. And then she'd be the grandma <coughs> now. She'd, yeah. Here's some of the character names. Kathy Bates plays Evelyn Couch, <laughs> who sounds Brilliant. like a satire character. That's almost because her husband is Ed Couch. <laughs> Ed Couch. Also, just, Ed and just, Evelyn. Just some know. comfortable people. Yeah. yeah. There's someone named Sipsy. Sipsy. Buddy Threadgood, Ninny mm-hmm. Threadgood, Buddy and Ninny Threadgood sound like good. joke. Like this is like <laughs> Ninny. the scary movie equivalent of Tennessee Williams' plays. <laughs> right, is who right, these characters right. sound like? Ruth Jameson, Idgy Threadgood, Big George, Mama Threadgood, Prosecutor per- Percy, Reverend Scroggins. Oh, Jesus, it's like these guess all, who? Right, it's almost Muppets. Wow. <laughs> Reverend yeah. Scroggins. Scroggins. <laughs> these are like even like I watched that Mister Rogers documentary last night, mm. and it seemed like more thought was put into the characters, and they were named like King Funny. Or, <laughs> his name was like King Friday the Thirteenth. Exactly. Like, well, at least he thought about this. There's yeah, some double meaning funny. to this. Who knows what this movie is about? Damn. Huh. Well, I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, especially now. It's never going to live up mm-hmm. to that. You can watch it for $3 in standard definition. <laughs> I love it. So last time, <laughs> last time, well, we talk about, I always ask everyone on the podcast, like, are there the, we talk about prestige movies and like big things like that. And we kind of like to think about what's this, are there any of these prestige things? The Godfather is our prime example. We got our Godfather board outside. Have you both seen The Godfather? Yes. I have, yeah. You both, I, you I both just, have last names of people who've seen The Godfather. yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just watched the third for the first time a year ago, maybe, yeah. or maybe even less than that. And uh, that's commitment. Mm-hmm. Seeing the third one, that mm-hmm. is commitment. Is it as long as the first two? Is it three hours? I don't think it's three, um, but uh, it feels like it. It's definitely not <laughs> yeah. not an enjoyable experience, which is so fascinating. Yeah. It's just I think because really it, an interesting thing to see. It's because yeah. it's it's set in the time in which it's filmed. So yeah. it's like Oh, really? It's like kind <laughs> of like a slave to its time and like stylistically oh, yeah. in a sense. Like, Andy Garcia is like so cool. Yeah. It's, Al Pacino oh. has that like haircut that's just so a, 95 or yeah. whatever. It I've was. like pieced together more about that movie through this podcast than the first or second Godfather. <laughs> people bring yeah. up the first two and they're like, they're really yeah. good. You should yeah. watch them. And then the third one, people are like, here's why no one should watch it. And now I kind of understand more oh, about funny. it than the yeah. other ones. So you have not seen no, I, any of them. Wow. Interesting. 
It seems okay. daunting. So, what is? Are there any? Are you missing out on these prestige television? These television is like a daunt. It's like if you haven't seen The Wire, there's 200 hours of TV you know, <laughs> yeah. or something right. like that. Right. And we like to think about like what is the best thing you've missed out on versus what is the worst thing you've spent the most time watching. Oh, interesting. Mm. I uh, I definitely caught up on the entire MCU not too long ago yeah. over the past year or so. So that feels like a little bit of a waste of time, ultimately. Yeah. Um, but uh, best prestige, probably. Was that like prepping to watch Infinity War? I think so. Yeah, and it was just, you know, there's there are all the movies now. So yeah. even like that, like any of those streaming things of FX or. Uh, whatever the ones, I think I even have TNT now on my Apple TV, but yeah. you get, they're just all in there and it's just the easiest thing to throw on and it's all the same beat. Even the ones people say are good, it's like the same exact right. shit. I generally think the ones good. that people like really revere, you just say, oh, well, these just are funnier people. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. We all like the people in these ones. Oh, yeah. And so they're funnier. And yeah. then they're kind of, yeah, right. it, it does seem to be all of the movies. Yeah. You know, I know about these things that I have never, I never cared about comic books growing up. You know, I knew they existed, but now I'm, what is it, like 20 movies into this? Oh, it's wild. Yeah. And the, I, I saw Black Panther in the theaters and every trailer was for the universe movies coming up. Yeah. That was like, that was like really weird and scary. And now that it's owned by Disney, it's going to be even more of the same kind of thing. I but. think it was, it was crazy uh, seeing, I went to the theater to see Black Panther and I guess I hadn't seen a Marvel movie in a while or or at least in a, a handful of years and seeing that opening within the movie after a big chunk of the scene and then it's like the Marvel intro oh, with like the kind of comic book oh, with yeah, all with and... like all the other movies that are either coming out or ha- have been coming like oh, it was yeah, just yeah. I'd never seen that in they a, do in a movie they do update before. that thing like and a... there's like Thor now and yeah. all the Guardians of the Galaxy flying at you it's and so it's such a strange synergy I mean it makes perfect sense yeah. the way it's unfolding I but... actually saw Black Panther pretty late and the theater was like kind of empty and it was weird seeing one of those movies that have like real like they take big swings for jokes mm-hmm. and like when it's packed people are going to crack up but yeah. she had like a what are those to the guy's shoes <laughs> right. joke oh, yeah, and it yeah. was just like <laughs> crickets at, like me and the four other people were just all kind of like tired of that sort of incorporating a meme into <laughs> yeah. a big movie. Right, I guess right. it is just choosing just, that as a joke. It's a right. meme in the biggest movie of the year. Yeah, so it's right. like this is kind of incongruent, but we were all yeah. like, nah. So it was weird watching a Marvel movie bomb. <laughs> yeah, when I, I I went and saw it maybe second weekend sometime, and I was watching. There were a lot of kids because mm. I was there on like a Saturday afternoon or something, and I was watching it and thinking the whole time. This isn't for me. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the kids were so happy. Yeah. Kids were on chairs. Kids were in small amounts of costume and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, well, we put so much reverence into these things that aren't for us anymore. Yeah. But we're all out here. They get the same, like, critical acclaim or critical weight is added to these things that it's just kind of, they make a lot of money. But when it's done, it's just this, this kid's going to revere this for his whole life. Mm-hmm. This is, like, going to be a big, that's for him. That's He's up here enjoying these right. people. That's they do. I'm thinking. I think about this like uh, skyscraper movie that's coming out with The Rock, mm-hmm. and I because I see all these posters for it, and I like The Rock, and I like movies that aren't a part of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah it's that's such, true. It's so interesting <laughs> it to be like, like this is cramming win. itself into. Yeah, yeah. 
I did. I, I was <laughs> telling him the other day, I did drive past a billboard and I just said, another one? <laughs> like by myself driving because it is crazy like how he is. He is, he is sort of the last remaining vestige of like uh, action stars that can carry a movie because he's yeah. like physically fucking huge. <laughs> like yeah. he's a big, yeah. larger than life guy. And so his brand or whatever kind of is that. Like, because there's all that talk about how movies, you know, it's not a movie star thing now. So many of the movies are like an array of five to 10 crazy superstars that yeah. you see yeah. all needing to be in it to make it worthwhile. Yeah, he used to he be. does it. I look back at like old 90s movies, especially like 90s action movies and things yeah. like that, and there were 10 people that you would, the movie could be great or at least exist because even like Nicolas Cage is in yeah. here and can drive all these like Jerry Bruckheimer movies right. or like all these guys uh, that don't, it's not around anymore. Yeah. Now it's like what is the brand and who do we plug in? Yeah, yeah. It's different. It's different times. Different times, As, like, people who – you, as as people who, like, create and make a television show for a network and, you know, the most prestigious of any network, it's HBO. It's, like, that's a lot. Just, like, having HBO behind it is such a big thing. Has anything changed since the beginning of the show versus where the show is at now for, like, how people are – do you think a lot of people sit down and watch it when it first airs on HBO versus, like, Mm. you think people are, like, watching and and restreaming? Like, how has that changed? I think they're – Probably streaming. We air at 11.30 on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Not that many people are watching TV live, but maybe college kids and stuff. Supposedly we're pretty People who leave on like Bill Maher and Vice and just suddenly Animals <laughs> pops on in the yeah. background. Um, but yeah, I think we, we were like, we kind of got picked up. You know, now it was like 3.5 years ago, maybe. So, like, HBO Go and HBO Now, that all that sort of stuff was pretty new for mm-hmm. them. So I think we were um, something to just bolster the brand and kind of, like, roll out with that, too. And uh, just give them a little bit more of a fully realized portfolio for, for stuff. So they have all their big prestige stuff and then some weird stuff on the bottom that... um everybody can check out yeah because this yeah when i'm thinking about if it's about like three four years ago it seems like a hundred years of movie and television consumption changes has happened in the past two years so many yeah for sure even versus like the 10 years before that was a slow shift to i guess i'll watch this from like dvr to internet Mm -hmm. now it's like from internet to hyper internet Mm -hmm. consumption and change and things like that and i mean even when before we partnered with hbo we we were making it independently and like some of the places like i'm not gonna fucking go there and sell my thing and now it's like my thing please this other streaming (laughs) thing that didn't even exist yeah well it's crazy because like because also when around that time it was everyone like trying thing it did feel like this gold rushy kind of moment of Mm -hmm. so many of these outlets going oh well we'll just also do con make content you know which i think was like i feel like amazon was the first one to go from like something that was fully defined as one thing going all right we're gonna make our own thing now too i guess yahoo did that at the time yeah that didn't go well like amazon wasn't and then had nothing you wouldn't even associate it with movies no no it's a buck store and then like everybody was a freaking bookstore first, started to do it and then some some die out and the ones that survive figure out a way to do it and then sort of settle into that yeah well now it. especially with apple who's gonna come yeah. in and do it it's like if you're a giant 
conglomerate, you have to try this new conglomerate. So, I mean, it's thing. crazy. Now it's like now those those companies are are the new studios because it's just it's fucking huge. It's yeah. so there's so much money. Yeah, that they're like condensing the other. It's crazy. It does seem like these smaller ones will come and go before you. Their name is even associated with anything outside of like the industry like being you know you have to like get hyper involved with entertainment industry to even know this thing had a shot at mm-hmm. it and it seems pretty easy to get bullied out by oh for sure companies that can afford to lose money for I guess. yeah yeah especially sure. yeah yeah it's wild stuff we kind of uh so what is uh okay well, we got we got a few games we want to play here yeah. too. Woo! they're mostly pun based games okay great um and then we can uh, we can't change off because that stuff's so interesting to me and HBO was like a Titan predecessor to all of this. Yeah. Because it was like the it was like the most prestigious cable thing before there was cable. And mm-hmm. then like where you wanted to be when cable went premium cable. Yeah. And so they've kind of been around they've been around longer than all these other places for people to consume stuff. I mean, other than like a network television show, and seem to have succeeded better at ebbing and flowing with everything and making all these adjustments. Because we talk on this podcast all the time about, like, where people are watching stuff. You know, Netflix is like, turned into this daunting, overwhelming, like, walking into a convenience store to get one thing of candy. There's five that would or any yeah, of these type yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of my... I will inherently trust something more like HBO that seems to make... Mm-hmm. You know, they take less... They seem to put more behind what they're doing versus like a pure volume game is overwhelming at this point. For yeah, sure. for sure. And it doesn't seem like it's paying off ultimately. I mean, who knows about they keep it all close to the chest. But I think that uh, quantity over quality thing is probably going to go by the wayside eventually. You keep I keep thinking there won't be more stand up specials as <laughs> <laughs> like someone who does stand up. You yeah. just say they, there's so, and I like that they do that. And yeah. but Netflix has almost become like a synonymous. People will be like, "When are you going to do a Netflix thing?" <laughs> yeah, it's no longer yeah. like, "When do you have an album?" What is stand up? What right. are you doing? It's when are you going to do a Netflix right. thing? And it seems to be a good, good thing. But then you wonder, like, what's the sustainability of this? You know, yeah. I thought we were all sharing like ten accounts. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. There are like fifteen to twenty passwords floating around, yeah. but I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we got a couple games. Yeah, baby. The first game is 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 IMDb trivia. What we do is I will I list off some popular trivia things from a movie, and you have to guess what movie this is. So okay. it starts can off we, pretty um, vague. Each, you can score each it up. Have a thing oh, like a buzzer. Hold? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I like that you guys both chose the less musical aspects of what was sitting right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. You have a triangle and you chose the clapper you attached to it and you you reached over an entire xylophone to grab a maraca. <laughs> <laughs> Differentiation. Um, so if you think you know, you can buzz in. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, I tried to pick some obscure and get a little bit more specific, but it's also I wanted you to eventually get it. All right, first thing. This movie was nominated for one Oscar. Hmm. This is the first movie to show a modern cell phone. Oh, my gosh. Both lead actors were much younger than their on-screen characters' ages. Okay. Eight to ten years. 
In a scene where the main character contemplates suicide, this blew my mind. They put actual bullets in the chamber of the gun, <gasps> thinking it would allow for a greater sense of portraying the scene realistically and dramatically. Jesus Christ. Uh... When you find out who the actor is, it might make more sense. The only film in this franchise where a main character's shoulder is not dislocated at some point. Oh, in this franchise. Okay. Did you say the year of when this oh, is? Oh, uh, okay. uh, uh. Buzzer or not, buddy. <laughs> okay. See, so. It looks like you're holding the tiniest oh, worst oh, clam. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, the star of this movie. The, yeah. I'm going to say, uh, Lethal Weapon t- two, three. Never mind. Buzz in. Yeah. Lethal Weapon 4. No, they're going the wrong way. Oh, fuck. Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon? It's the original Lethal Weapon. Wow, wow. they had a modern a cell, phone? cell phone. It was the first cell phone, the portable Radio Shack 17-1003. Oh, oh so it was, so it was so 17-1003. That's, That's right. so funny. So when Danny Glover said, I'm too old for this shit, he wasn't too old for no, this he was, shit. No, he, he was 10 he was, years younger than his character. <laughs> he was oh the perfect age for this I'm shit. I'm exactly the age <laughs> yeah. for this shit. And it's like, and Mel Gibson was 30. And he made <laughs> wow. the choice of putting a gun in the chamber, or a bullet in the chamber of the gun. Oh, what is... Nuts. Yeah. What year was this? Uh, 1987, I think is when it came out. I got it. I have it signed. Um, up here. 1987. So he dislocated his shoulder in all the other movies. And this was the only this one. This was the only one where there was no dislocated shoulder. You know how I knew, knew that is I've never seen a lethal weapon, but I have <laughs> seen the lethal weapon uh, water show at Six Flags Great Adventure <laughs> in New Jersey. And I know a big part of it is him right. dislocating <laughs> his shoulder yeah. after coming out of the water. That's so funny. So I knew that that was a touch point in that. Funny. Weird. What a weird specific thing to hold on to. Yeah. And uh, a couple of the other trivia things were he was almost in Die Hard and Bruce Willis was almost in Lethal Weapon mm. and that was uh, the choices were like they both knew and basically discussed what they wanted to do and ended up lying with these ones here Whoa. and he turned down Jeff Goldblum's role in The Fly to make this movie he was cast in The Fly but there was overlap in Ooh, shooting that would have been weird god um, that would have set him off on a whole different yeah. trajectory and then I'm before sure. Bruce Willis and uh, before ultimately Mel Gibson these were the people that were considered for that role Kurt Russell, Swayze, mm. Michael Keaton, Nicolas oh. Cage, Christopher Reeve, Harrison Ford, Liam Neeson, Pierce Brosnan, Alec Baldwin, Kevin Costner, Eric Roberts, and there are 20 more people. Amazing. Yeah. Isn't it crazy to see how far they went to before they landed? I mean, they have Sean Penn, Jim Belushi, Willem Dafoe, Charlie Sheen, Jeff Goldblum, Dennis Quaid, Jeff Bridges, Schwarzenegger, Stallone... William Peterson, Richard Gere, Michael Douglas. The cast of The Expendables. Right. It really (laughs) is all of the cast. But then we're talking earlier about people who could drive an action movie. All of those guys, I mean, maybe not like Jim Belushi, but he was (laughs) – Jim Belushi could have driven movies. But uh, all these guys independently could have ran action franchises. Yeah. Yeah. Different thing back then. And now it has to be all of them. Yeah. It's got to be them all. In order to buy it, it's got to be them all. Although yeah. Neeson, he's he's taken, taken. That he's taken, taken. Yeah, taken, taken. I, I think there's something to be said about when it is really good and unique, like John Wick. Those, oh, though, yeah. that's just driven by right. someone who you could have been on the edge about. Like, can we have Keanu Reeves? And now it's those are great, and yeah. I feel like they'll they'll keep making a lot of money. Man, mm-hmm. you know what I watched last night? You were never really here, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not a big action movie, but seeing Joaquin, they they oh, both man. did. He's a big old boy in that yeah. movie. Yeah. 
Nothing yeah. but protein before that. <laughs> that seems like, like okay. one of those movies where it's not super actiony and violent until it is, and then it's very graphic. Yeah. yeah. But I haven't um, seen it. Yeah. I don't know. I have stuff to say about it, but oh. I don't like to disparage. It's great. It's lovely. It's definitely got a shit ton of style, which was cool to see. Boyle. She's got a Boyle style, She's I got guess. a Boyle style. Yeah. She's got a Boyle style. And once again, something where someone's swinging hard, making their thing, how yeah. they want to make it. That's always good. That yeah. is good. Uh, our second game here of three is called Before and Afters. So we talked about it a little beforehand. It's like the Wheel of Fortune category where you're uh, mushing together two movie titles two movie. in the one new movie, and I tell you the plot to that new movie, mm. mm-hmm. and you guess what the title is what the title is mm-hmm. okay got it and so the, the quick example we always throw out is like if a robot was selling penny stocks that's the wolf of wally street just so people listening can catch okay. up to where right so we got four of them they get progressively harder in my opinion um the movies really have no time point or reference point i, su- I suppose that doesn't help uh but here's number one a nine-year-old boy discovers and befriends a robot and after the government tries to track him down, they flee on a giant pitted fruit with a crew of friendly insects. Uh, uh, J- uh, James and the, the giant, giant E.T.? Fuck. Mm. I was going to literally say that. No. <laughs> and so I guess it doesn't. And then your boy discovers and befriends a robot. Ro- oh, a robot. And after the government tries to track him down, they flee on a giant pitted fruit with a crew of friendly insects. Uh, See, I don't know a boy mean, in a robot movie. I, oh, it's... It, um. Marley and Me was the one where the kid's in the wheelchair and then flies off the... That's not it. I don't know what that is, but that that's one's not. That's also an alien. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, Johnny Five or something? Johnny Five and a, the Giant Peach? It's a Peach? cartoon. Oh, it's a cartoon. Oh, 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 the big robot. James and the Iron Giant? There it is, something like that. James Peach? and the Iron Giant Peach. And the yeah. Iron Giant Peach. Okay, yeah, it was nice, right there. It was nice, right nice, there. nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> Number two. The dinosaurs finally get off the island after being sold at auction to a community off the coast of New England where they must be rescued by two 12-year-olds who have fallen in love and decided to run away. Oh, uh, uh, Kingdom, uh... Moonrise, Jurassic Kingdom? Jurassic Kingdom. You're living in the right world. Jurassic World Fallen Moonrise Kingdom. Uh. Jurassic World Fallen Moonrise Kingdom. (laughs) All right. This one, okay. This one was, I felt weird putting it. Okay. Ooh, let's do it. Here we go. A guest at a hotel, super dumb. A guest at a hotel complicates things by checking in with an unruly orangutan who is having a tough time adjusting to a move and is guided guided by his emotions led by joy. Emotions led by joy. Oh, oh, I know. Um. Uh, oh, fucking what? That uh, Dunstan checks Duh! inside. Yeah. That's, yeah! It. That's, it. That's, it. That's it. Nice. I like That's so. Nice There's a very specific face that I can describe as someone has figured one of these out face oh, <laughs> and oh, is like yeah. getting ready to say it out loud. Yeah. All right, last one. Great turn for Jason Alexander in that movie. He's yeah. A good, he's a good bad guy. Oh yeah. That's guy. right. Two rap star stoners smoke something magical and transport to the Old West, where they must face the leader of a gang, recently released from prison, who is coming to kill them as the sun reaches its peak. Oh, no, that wasn't a clap. That was just a... (laughs) How High Noon? How High Noon! I thought that was going to be so hard. (laughs) Snap. All right, guys, we've reached our finale here. 
So remember from the beginning we teased the game. Guess what movie Kyle's dad uh, is? Oh yes, of trailer course. describe having movie. Mm-hmm. I got. I, if I don't write the title down and specifically read it, I can't remember it. Uh, <laughs> Kyle movie dad movie trailer game. So we'll listen to it. If you know it, uh, maybe you can chime. But we'll just wait. We'll wait. We'll listen to the whole thing. Can I ask one question? Is yeah. it is it a, a trailer that's out now to a movie that has not come out yet? Is that the no idea? no? It is it's a trailer for a movie that has come out. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, and been out, and then not out anymore, and then on DVD. Got it. Okay. Um, okay, so here we go. Okay. So there's a doctor. This guy tried to steal from a blind man and hit a waitress. <laughs> I don't think doctors should be bashing in car windows. <laughs> now he's sleeping next to his doctor, and the doctor does not like those eggs he threw them at the wall <laughs> was that the end that it? <laughs> oh my god amazing okay the doctor is sleeping oh, that's so um, dumb yeah I, this is a bad guess but um Patch Adams? It's not, it's not no, Patch Adams. Because I thought be the blind violent. thing. Oh, okay. Because like Patch blind, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, <sighs> All right. I'll, let me see if I can pull up the year here. Doctor. Two thousand three. Blind man. Doctor. I, it's not like about Schmidt, is oh, it? No, but that there's a decent. You are close for one reason. Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah, what, 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 just go, what's that Nicholson movie? Oh, uh, oh, it's literally just words like, yeah, it's, it's like, the and is the so, <laughs> yeah. Just go the yeah, way, yeah. starring Nicholson and Diane Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, yeah. Uh, as good as it gets. It's as good as it gets. It's not as good as it yeah, gets. Yeah, yeah. It's Nicholson and a, a, a comedian Nicholson? turned actor. Oh, uh, Anger Management. Oh. Anger Management. Hey! Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I gotta say, oh, they do sleep together. <laughs> That's why he's so angry. That's uh, why he's, he's so sleeping angry. with his doctor. Uh, uh, well, that's it for us, guys. Thank you so much for for writing, uh, train spotting, fried green tomatoes. Oh, thank you. And, and coming on, never seen it here. If you want to tell everyone about what you got going on and where to watch and be and all that sort of stuff, sure. uh, let them know when next season's coming out. Previous seasons of Animals are all available on HBO Go, HBO Now, probably on your cable box if you got any sort of hbo thing if you're listening outside of america i'm not too sure exactly how it works but the new season new season comes out august 3rd uh on 11 30 on hbo friday nights so we're gonna have that sweet summertime slot throughout august and september and uh got hopefully, great voice cast who we got on the join season us. we got some great people we got uh Edie Falco Sopranos, uh and everything else too David Nurse Harbour Jackie. from Stranger Things David we, Harbour we branch outside of HBO familia yeah. as well uh, um Lucy Liu, Bob Balaban, mm-hmm. we got Johnny Knoxville, we mm-hmm. got all sorts of funny, weird, eclectic people in this funny, weird season that we really like it because it's got a nice 10-episode story, and there's a lot of live action. Every episode has live action in it, starring Demi Moore and Mel Rodriguez from Last Man on Earth, and also Mike and myself. We show up as people mm-hmm. this time, which is really fun. 
Yeah, we're excited about this season because I think a little different than last season's, this one is really each episode builds on each other. So it feels like 10 episodes of a nice serialized little story that we're very excited to get out in the world. We've been working on it for a while. Great. So it's exciting. Train spider, <laughs> fried green tomatoes. There's one. There's only one thing you need to know. Ron's dad is dead. But Bobby made them right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never seen it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, man. And guys, thank you for listening. Uh, remember, we have uh, if you want to get more Never Seen It, a Patreon page at patreon.com slash never seen it. I think we're going to have Gene Gray has never seen Bambi. We'll have that episode up there soon as well. And please like and subscribe and all that podcast stuff. And uh, thank you. It's a good show. <laughs>